0: Well, hello and welcome to yet another uh, Photographic Life podcast. Um, this week, it's been a pretty busy week around one subject and anybody who is a regular listener to this podcast or follower of the United Nations of Photography, UN of Photo on Twitter uh, or reads any of the articles, read any of the articles on the uh, website uh, www. UnitedNationsOfPhotography.com, will be more than aware of my, um, I suppose, feelings, strong feelings, concerning uh, paid-for portfolio reviews. Uh, And today, I just want to talk a little bit about that and give some background to it, because there's been a lot of discussion on social media uh, over the past week about my stance, and I think a lot of misapprehension, uh, perhaps a lot of uh, misunderstanding of um, what I'm actually talking about. So let's just go back a little bit here. Um, How do I get to my position on this? Well, I started out working um, on magazines, on commercial magazines, uh, starting out to learn to be a designer and then going on to be an art director. Everybody I learned from, everything I learned about editorial design, I learned from the people I worked with. They shared their knowledge, their experience their opinions with me. And that helped shape my own career. Uh, I was never charged for those opinions. And um, I suppose in a way, I saw myself as, as a kind of a bridge, a conduit for their knowledge and experience. So that when I then got into the position of being an art director of magazines, I was able to pass on their knowledge to other people. And so there was this kind of continuation of good practice of practice based upon knowledge and experience and certainly the people i learned from in the uh, 1980s had come out of the great magazines the great sunday supplement magazines of the 60s and 70s so i really valued their knowledge and experience i then started to work with photographers and going going on shoots and having conversations with photographers and i started to learn about photography from photographers not from books or from anywhere else, and again, that knowledge and that experience was shared without any payment involved over the years. And I'm, I suppose, we're looking at nearly 33 years now that I've been involved with uh, professional photography and photographers. Um, I can't, I've lost count as to how many um portfolio reviews or times I've looked at work or spoken about work that's been commissioned, whatever it may be. And I always saw that as being part of my role. That was part of my job was to find new photographers, exciting photographers, work with existing photographers, and actually solve the the problem that I was being presented in that commission uh, visually. Therefore, I would never see that as something I would charge additionally to the salary that I received Um, being the art director of the magazine. It was a role within that. And therefore, that's what I continued and I've I've continued to do. So in a way, that was kind of a follow-on from what I'd experienced as a designer. I then took into the world of photography. I've noticed over the last few years that the idea of the portfolio review has become something slightly different. It's become something which is a commodity, which is part of a kind of a business plan, a business model for getting money in for festivals or separate events. I have no problem with that. However, it's not the only way in which a portfolio review can take place. It is possible to get portfolio reviews for free by ringing people up by speaking to them nicely, by being respectful of their time and uh, their commitments, and also understanding that this is part of this kind of this this passing of information, the the arm round the shoulder that I had, and I know that a lot of you listening to this podcast will have had in in your earlier careers, or perhaps are still having today, and it's part of that. It's not something that I feel I can. Uh, put a price on i'm going to give you my opinion and whenever i've looked at a portfolio i've always started and ended that review by saying all i'm going to give is my opinion and my opinion is based on my experience if you don't agree with my opinion that's absolutely fine please go and speak to other people get lots of different opinions from different people bring those all together And kind of work it out for yourself. See how you feel, how you respond to those opinions. When a a price is put on that opinion, an expectation comes with that from the person paying the fee. And I've spoken about this in previous podcasts. But it's important to understand that that expectation comes with it or brings with it um, a lot of importance to the person who who is paying for that. And that brings me on to this point that actually successful photographers, photographers whose work is going well, they're not, going, they're not paying for portfolio reviews. What they are doing is they're giving the portfolio reviews. So they're kind of passing on down. And they could do that for free. And a lot of them do. However, there is now a format that's been designed in which a payment is, is made. But of course, the majority of people who feel the need for that advice that support that encouragement sometimes that kind of dose of reality they're the people who can afford it least and need it most a lot of them will be students young photographers just coming out of courses who are just making their ways and and actually perhaps feeling a little bit lonely having gone from a situation whereby they had within their educational setup people they could go to and i know that wasn't for free and i know that that's education that's being paid for and i'm not dismissing that at all i'm obviously i'm an educator so i'm hugely um, supportive of all education but what we're talking about here is that arm around the shoulder that piece of advice that opinion that support and that's where i've i've come from with all of this i have no issues with workshops that are that are charging for that that's they can be fantastic Education, if it's good, similarly, it can be a fantastic thing. The portfolio review that I'm seeing is kind of £25 for 20 minutes or some of the online mentoring at um, $200 for 20 minutes on Skype. You can make your own call on that and if you want to pay for that, that's absolutely fine. And if you want to be in a situation that you want to charge for that, that's similarly absolutely fine. But that doesn't mean to say that it's the only way. Last week, I was contacted by somebody who's very well respected within the UK photographic independent community. Somebody else like myself, somebody I've known for a long time. Um, We both believe in the idea of putting on talks, um, making stuff for free. Uh, This podcast is for free. I'm not being paid to do this. I'm doing it because... I'm putting it out there as for conversation and so forth, and it either works for people and it doesn't, and that's absolutely fine. Everybody's free to make their own choices. And this person um, said to me, "You know, Grant, I think um, are you' out for putting together a database of people who would be willing to give their time for free." And I said, "Yeah, absolutely, of course I am." And and we've been working on that. And some of you who follow us on Facebook. Or on uh, Twitter, will have seen that we've put a little polls and stuff out there, and it's it's come back fantastically supportive. Uh, I think it was ninety odd percent said yes on the Twitter poll, and I well you know ten or eleven percent said no. Similarly, uh, something we put up on Facebook, um, a fantastic array of, of very experienced photographers, publishers art directors, as well as younger photographers who are willing to say, yeah, you know, this isn't all about that kind of stream of information coming down. It goes both ways. And a portfolio review should be an enjoyable experience where where both parties learn something. It's not just a, a financial transaction. So the idea basically that we've been working on and we will be announcing over the next couple of weeks is a database where everyone can go And they can contact people who are willing, um, if they've got time. You know, this isn't a service. uh, If they've got time and if they're able to, to give a little bit of support, to give a little bit of advice, some help, maybe review a website, some images. And it can be a mutually respectful uh, conversation. But it's really important, I think, and certainly the other person we're doing this with, um, that this isn't a down with portfolio reviews paid for portfolio reviews what we're we're looking to do here is say there is an alternative that isn't the only way um paid for mentoring can be fantastic but what are you going to get in 20 minutes on skype you know that you're paying for but building a long-term relationship with a photographer who you you respect and helps you is, is another form of teaching another form of education so this what this is really about and what my stance is about this is making that information and and, and, uh, available for free it's not going to stop people earning a living obviously we don't want that to happen because we all know how tough that is and nobody that's nobody's intention it's more about creating an environment where those of us who've been really lucky to have a great career out of photography and hopefully continue to do so are able to give something a little bit back a little bit back to the younger people or the people maybe who are just having a little bit of a an issue at the moment, you know, having a, a tough time. And I think that's that's really what it's about. So I hope that that kind of makes sense. I hope that um, it's kind of clear, really, where we're coming through, uh, coming from on that and that idea of, of kind of offering an alternative because it's not only about the payment it's about whether or not you can afford the payment it's about actually ensuring that we have a diversity within the photographic environment the photographic community of people coming from different backgrounds so that when they're bringing their their work their storytelling their experiences it's a, it's a rich and varied community it isn't a community based purely on um, finance as whether or not you can afford something and i think you know going on from that that side of things you know i've spoken before about competitions that um require fees and i think it's a difficult one i think you have to look at each competition and think about well what can i actually um get from this you really need to look into it similarly with festivals i'm seeing more and more festivals asking for submission fees So not only do they want you to write a couple of thousand words to submit the work and go to all that time and effort, but they also want you to pay them 30, 40 euro or whatever it may be. And that seems kind of counterintuitive, really, to to getting the really great work there. There are lots of people out there doing really great work. The Festival in North Wales, all their portfolio reviews are free. I saw uh, the Nick Turpin um, uh, street photography Uh, event uh, the weekend they had somebody from magnum giving free portfolio reviews Uh, i know that peter dench is doing something similar up his up with the new northern or north photography uh, festival he's putting on this year in harrogate they're doing three days of free portfolio reviews so it is possible competitions can be free portfolio reviews can be free there is an alternative there is a way of doing it I'm not against all of the others, but I question the, uh, the motives behind that. Is it really created with the idea of supporting and helping? Or is it another situation whereby the photographic community are paying for something for themselves and in a way getting involved in a financial model that maybe doesn't need to exist? Each week, we welcome somebody onto the podcast to explain to me, to us, uh, as to what does photography mean to them. And this week, I'm really pleased to say that we've got Jenny Lewis.
1: I was asked to um, explain what photography is to me. Um, and for some reason, I've been putting this off for ages because it's, it's kind of complicated. But it doesn't need to be, maybe it's really simple. So I'll just, um, yeah, let me think. So to start with, I suppose photography meant a way to continue making pictures. After I left art school, I did a painting degree, not a photography degree. And certainly wasn't good enough to um, carry on with painting. So photography, I found, I found a way of continuing to to inhabit a world where you were making pictures, but making pictures in a different way. Um, So I was really interested in photography in that sense. Um, And then moving forward, it became a way of making a living. My first job was in Metro, in the lab, um, developing film and and making contact sheets. So it became a way of making money and surviving in London in a new town. And um, that's kind of wholly what it was at that that point. I didn't have time to think about what I wanted to do with photography and I didn't think anyone would be interested in what I had to say uh, making photography. So it really was a way of earning a living and surviving and paying my rent. And then gradually, I suppose, as I've started making my own work, and it's not just about the commissions that other people are making work for other people, it's about what I want to make work about, it's it's evolved again into, like, photography is now a way of understanding and navigating the world around me. And it's I find it an important way to present what I make of, you know, how, how I understand the world and, and how I want to see it and what I want to tell other people about. I suppose it's a way of presenting my views back to the world. Um, it's kind of slowly crept into my life and is... It's just, invol- it's just the way I look at everything. I mean, I can find myself staring at people on the tube for too long because I'm imagining the picture. I can daydream out of a window for too long because I'm, I'm seeing pictures all the time. So although you might be having a conversation with someone, I'm often having a different conversation in my head of imagining how that would work as a portrait. So it's just... Um, I don't know. It's an it's a interesting kind of multi-layered way. You're, you're looking at the world and travelling through it but you've also got this little flickering conversation in your head of how you would capture that and, and manipulating it in what bits you find interesting that you'd like to capture and how you would change the way other people might see that person by slightly lifting their chin or just slightly changing the colours or or the environment you put them in. So it's kind of a way to manipulate the world Um, although I originally thought it was a way of being honest about what you were seeing I think it's it's kind of subtle manipulation actually um but yeah I hope that makes sense it's a bit rambling um but I think what photography means to me is probably going to just keep changing as I work on new projects and as my experience changes but I found it um a really interesting way to um, have an excuse to have conversations that I otherwise would never have had. When I've got a camera and a project to work on, it gives me the confidence to um, investigate the people around me that I want to know more about, and I want to know their stories. And with with photography, that gives me the excuse of hiding behind the camera and um, trying to find out a little bit more about people. And then, I suppose, in a way, you find out a little bit more about yourself while you're on that journey while you're you know that process of photographing someone so yeah, I hope that's what you were after
0: it certainly was Jenny, and thanks very much indeed for um doing that lots of uh, lots of thoughts there that um, come to mind um, I started off this podcast by uh, talking about the importance of giving advice uh for free i hope this podcast has sounded slightly better than previous podcasts thanks to the uh advice the great advice as always from tim pellet concerning how to create um audio stuff um that sounds better than it did so anyway i hope that sounds great thanks very much for uh joining us look out for information on that database I'm, i'm sorry if i've been a little bit cryptic about it But we will be announcing more details about that database for free mentorship, I suppose, Uh, portfolio reviews, call it what you will. But just, um, I like to call it a free arm around the shoulder. Um, So thanks very much indeed. And uh, see you next week.